All right, I'm here with the professional better and the man behind Bet Bash, Spanky. Welcome to Props and Hops. Thanks for having me, man. Yeah, it's such an honor to be having this conversation. I'm so excited to be here in Jersey City for the event. And on that note, I'd love to kick things off by maybe exploring the origin of your idea for Bet Bash. So I used to go to a lot of conferences, um, you know, Sloan Sports Analyst Conference and uh, Gambling America's SBC. And, you know, my favorite part of those conferences weren't really the panels, but it was just the, the networking, meeting other guys that are, um, you know, into sports betting, um, both on both sides of the counter, both bookmakers and bettors and people in the industry, software providers, you name it. And um, I really enjoyed that. I like, you know, I just felt as if this is my kind of, these are the kind of people I like to hang out with. You know, in my personal life and my friends, nobody, you know, really, my friends that I grew up with and that I have a, a relationship with, none of them really are into betting that much. So, you know, to have an event where I'm kind of with my, my peers in, in this hobby and, and this profession that I have um, is something that I thought was missing um, in my life. Like, it's kind of filling a void in my life. And I always thought, you know what, I think if, if it's filling a void in my life, who knows? It might be, you know, it might be uh, filling that void in others. So that's why I decided to, to say, hey, listen, let's give this a shot and, and see if it works. Yeah, I think it's absolutely filling a void. And at the same time, I know that having the idea is one thing, but making it happen and, and bringing it to life, that must be another thing altogether. So what's the process been like for you actually executing on this idea and making Bet Bash a reality? Man, it's it's you know so I I I'm a I'm a pro gambler. I don't I'm not an event guy, um, right. and I learned a lot. You know what I mean? You know, talking. Uh, you know, so FanDuel is sponsoring the event, so I'm I'm, I'm talking with them, but they're pretty much they're pretty hands off. Um, they're just telling us, you know, here, you know, this is what we'll we'll be able to provide, and you know, we're gonna do this, and they're just like you take it. You know what I mean? You you take the ball and run with it. So I had to secure a venue. I had to you know talk to the place. I had to get tickets and, 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 you know, find an online provider for tickets. And then, you know, just discussing with the venue on what, you know, contingency plans, what if it rains, um, what are the max number of people for, so for us to be comfortable? How can we um, make sure that everybody has a great time and, you know, what kind of up to the, what kind of liquor is going to be served? Um, you know, so we kind of, you know, uh, we're, it's like a tug of war type of thing where obviously the venue wants to serve not the, the best, you know, top shelf. And I kind of want to have the most bang for my buck where I have some top, sh top shelf items. So it's like, I'm doing it. You know, I'm, I'm kind of becoming like the jack of all in this. And then, you know, and, and the venue is really good. You know, the, uh, a friend of a friend's um, is running, it owns the joint. So um, it was really nice to um, to be able to deal with them. And so far, so good. They've been great. They've been responsive. And um, we'll find out this Wednesday if um, um, if everything just gets executed. You know, the weather looks great, 72 degrees, clear skies. You know, to have it on the roof was really important to me because – you know, a lot of the COVID concerns, a lot of people don't want to be bunched up indoors. So at least, you know, for people that are, uh, you know, it, it is going to be a lot of people, but at the same time, it's on the roof, open air. And um, there's nothing like, you know, to be on, on a nice August Jersey night um, to be able to just have a couple of drinks and then talk sports betting. Yeah, I mean, 72 degrees and clear. You're speaking my language coming out here <laughs> from L.A. So I feel like I'll be right in my element. And one thing you touched on there was partnering with FanDuel to bring this event together. And I'm curious to hear what that was like for you, because I think I, they are far from the only example, but a common refrain among probably a lot of the bettors who would be at something like Bet Bash would be issues getting either kicked out or limited at sports books. So that's, you know, one dynamic to try to navigate. 
And at the same time, if they have resources to help make an event like this possible, that could be a win for all involved. So what's it been like for you working with FanDuel to make this happen? So John Sheeran, the director of trading over there, um, I have a really good relationship with him. You know, unlike all these other joints in Jersey, I kind of went in the front door with John. I was very open and honest with him. And uh, I told him, listen, I'm a pro better. I think I'm going to win. And I obviously need you a lot more than you need me. So if there's anything I can do to help, you know, facilitate my existence here and, and, and to be able to extend that longevity of, of being a customer, I'll, I'll do whatever it takes. And I think he appreciated the honesty, you know. Um, so we kind of set a few ground rules, you know, stick, stick to the meat and potatoes, give me some NFL work, don't bet props too much or if any. Um, and these things have been great, and I've been a customer now with FanDuel for we're going on three years now, so almost three years. Nice. And, and you know, listen, I, I, I'm limited like everybody else, but I'm not limited to the extent that I have to just close my account. They give me a decent fair pop, um, and I think if people, um, you know, I always say that the bookmaker better relationship doesn't have to be adversarial. Um, you know, coming up in the business, I was very friendly until this day, guys that book me directly, I'm very friendly with my bookmakers and, um, they're, they're, you know, they want to make money. They want to make a profit. Um, but if you're just an account number and a name and they don't know who you are, it's a lot easier to kick you out than if they actually meet you, have, you know, we go have lunch together, we go have a drink together. So we kind of, um, you kind of break that barrier and the anonymity of the internet and, 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 and make this thing a face to face thing, um, which is exactly what we're doing with Bet Bash, you know, just to make it a face to face thing where people get to know you as a person, just not just as, as an account number. And I think that goes a long way. Um, for trying to to extend your your shelf life um, as a pro better or any better for for that matter. Yeah, I really like that point about the relationship between a better and bookmaker not needing to be filled with animosity. It reminds me of somebody who I have mentioned seemingly every episode on this podcast, but I think it's worth it. The legendary sports better, the late great David Malinsky, who I was fortunate to get to know and even work with um, near the end of his life in Vegas. And he would go to weddings of bookmakers out in Vegas. And I think that that kind of relationship that you described is also reflected in the who's who of attendees we're looking at for Bet Bash. I mean, we've got legendary bettors, bookmakers, the mayor of Jersey City. It seems like an event like Bet Bash, the way you've put it together, kind of sells itself. But at the same time, I'm wondering, just doing this for the first time, has there also been some wrangling involved, just digging into the Rolodex to make sure that we have a pretty hefty list of attendees you know, kind of their face-to-face for people to meet come Wednesday night? Yeah, listen, a lot of the, um, a lot of, I'm going to have a lot of friends there, don't get me wrong, but a lot, you know, this is one of those things in which I think um, once you get, it's like, it's like a snowball effect. Once you get a few guys to agree and then you start advertising, they're like, okay, I'd like to see him again. And then it just snowballs into as long as you, you know, you have that first few people that commit, um, it becomes, you know, it becomes great. And, and, and for the mayor to be there would, is, is great. You know, I was born and raised in Jersey City. Um, so, like, you know, I grew up on, and Bet Bash is on Newark Avenue. I lived on Newark Avenue, uh, you know, in the General Square area. So, and I went to St. Peter's Prep, which is right down the road from Bet Bash um, at the Ashford. So, it, it's like it comes full circle for me. And, and having the mayor there is going to be great. Having her Senator Ray Lesniak who was uh, 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 the the biggest fighter for bringing regulated bookmaking into the United States? You know, and, and, you know, uh, firstly in Jersey, is um is going to be there, and, and that's a, that's a big get. You know what I mean? And, and so just like you know, 
guys that I feel as if that are really helped pave the way. And there's going to be a lot, a lot of legendary guys, guys that have taught me things um, like a tugboat or a dinky. Um, these guys have, have done this thing for 20, 30, 40 years. They've just know their stuff inside and out. And the one unique thing that I think that I bring to the table is, you know, tugboat is not going to do this for everybody. He's not going to really come out. He doesn't do podcasts. He doesn't talk to anybody, but he's my friend and he's my mentor. And, you know, if I ask him to come, he, you know, he was gracious enough to accept the invitation. So to be able to sit with somebody that, you know, was booking through the seventies and the eighties um, and to understand how things were like and how he was very friendly with his customers. And, you know, you learn a lot from those guys. A lot of people say, Oh, none of this stuff applies now. It's all internet and everything like that, but it really does. A lot of it does the same, the same principles apply, you know, sharps are trying to get the best numbers. Bookmakers trying to get the information for as cheap as possible. And I think there's a middle ground that you can, that you can meet with that bookmaker to, for, for, for a synergy to be created and for everybody to prosper yeah i think you touched on something i'd like to follow up on with some people attending here aren't the people you'd see at a typical event or, or here making their rounds so to speak on a bunch of the popular sports betting podcasts and just thinking about the amount of wisdom and insight and legendary experience that's going to be in that room at the ashford that's going to be surreal and i'm so eager to just be a fly on the wall and, and soak up as much as i can and I would bet that a lot of people listening to this conversation right now who might not be fortunate enough to be at the first bet bash are thinking they'd love to be part of something like this in the future. And it seems like you've kind of hinted that there is a bit of a vision taking shape for the future of bet dash. Is there anything to that end that you can share right now? Well, I'm going to be making the announcement, you know, bet bash to the dates are, are confirmed and, um, uh, I'll be making the announcement the night of Bet Bash. I kind of don't want to, uh, you know, spill the beans, but um, it's going to be a multi-day event, and it's going to be a, a, a lot of. Uh, there's it's it's and it's going to be out west somewhere. I, that's that's the the most I could kind of give away, uh, you know. But um, you know, this is uh, I'm expecting this to be a big thing. You know, I, I've, there's other companies and stuff that are kind of run sports betting parties and stuff, and. You know, and that's cool. Like, I, I kind of tweet about this. There's pretty girls and pretty boys, you know, cover girls, pretty boys, and guys, you know, talk about sports betting and stuff. But, you know, it's it's, it's the one unique thing I think that I bring and that, that people kind of follow me into something like this is that, you know, we do this. We live, breathe, and eat this stuff. We don't talk about people. And when, when we lose, we're like, okay, that's just a loss. And there's no accountability. There's nothing. I lost. And I give out my picks. I lost. Hey, it's okay. No, this is how I feed my family. This is how I survive. This is my occupation. So, um, for, you know, and, and, and several others that are going to be at this party, this is how we earn. Um, and um, it, it's, 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 for me at least, I would. I think that a lot more value comes out of somebody that does this for a living, or somebody that lives, breathes, and eats this stuff inside and out. Twenty-four, you know, not you know, uh, tens of thousands of hours in their lifetime, is um is very different than somebody that just talks. That's a pretty face that gives out picks, that gives you advice, that might know all the players' names and all their stats. But when it comes to actually betting, you know, let's face it, um, they leave much to be desired. Let's leave it at that. Yeah, I think the way you laid that out sounds really appealing to, to think of people at such a high level. And at the same time, it might feel intimidating for people earlier on and their journey is betters. And to that end, I'd love to hear anything you might have to say if there's like, you know, one networking tip for betters that you would share. It might just be the first thing to come to mind right now. I'm sure there's a million good answers and, you know, it might be a different answer tomorrow or the next day. 
But if there are people, whether they'll be at Bash or not, but, you know, networking is just such a key thing. The more people I talk to that are involved in this endeavor, uh, what would you say is one networking tip that a lot of betters can probably put into practice right now, regardless of their circumstances? Well, for people that are coming to Bet Bash, I think, you know, the first thing, we're going to have optional name tags, um, and I would definitely wear a name tag. You know, it might look cheesy. Hello, my name is blank, and then you put your name um, or what your company you're with or whatever. I think that's the first step in saying, hey, listen, I want you to know my name. It's like a, it's an it's an icebreaker without being an icebreaker. Here's my name. That means I'm inviting people to walk up to me and, and introduce themselves. And, um, you know, I'm going to have a name tag, and some people might recognize you, some people might not, but it doesn't matter. I'm going to have a name tag because, and I'm going to want to, I'm not going to really approach somebody if they don't have a name tag because that kind of, excuse me, that kind of tells me that um that you know what you know I'm maybe you're too cool for school or you don't you don't really want to let people know you no or you know maybe I don't know I, I I'm I'm all about being open and and kind of just you know hey here's what's my what's your name what do you do what you know what do you like about sports betting it, it's hard to break the ice um for a lot of people um for me it's it's really easy but I I get it you know a lot of people are shy a lot of people are are, are a little bit intimidated like you said. But don't be. Um, none of none, 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 you know. We're we're sports betters. We're not celebrities. We're not famous. None of that. We gamble for a living. We're not Hollywood actors. We're not none of that. You know what I mean? Like it's it's like we're just gamblers, and uh, and and we know a lot uh, about gambling. But we're just regular people. You know, I'm a dad. I, I you know I have different hobbies. Um, and 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 we could connect. It just doesn't have to be connecting on sports betting, even though that's a common interest we share. So I would definitely you know reach out and 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 have a name tag. And, and I think another thing for people that are not coming to Bet Bash to network, I think another tip I would always do is whenever you reach out to somebody, um, you know, I think the worst thing that anybody could do is ask, hey, listen, you know, um, you, you know, um, here's, here's, um, you know, what can you, what can you do for me? What can you offer me? You always have to present yourself of here's what I can offer. Um, it, you know, and make it so that you you can't be passed up. You want to be talked to. You know what I mean? It's like one of those things where you, and, and and show genuine interest in that person, and then you know f- figure out a way, try to solve a problem um, before uh, the, the the your counterparty even know it exists. And I think that's something. It's it's hard to think about something like that. But um, this is something I always think about if I'm trying to approach somebody uh, t- to be able to enter either, either a business relationship or a personal relationship. Maybe we can solve something together. Yeah, I love that approach because sometimes it's probably common for people at a certain level to get bombarded by requests. But bringing value to the table from the outset could be a really good way to break through. And I think that applies across so many walks of life, but I would like to dig in on one betting specific, you know, facet of networking and also just information gathering. And that could be, you know, the topic of gambling Twitter. And I'd love to see if there are any favorite follows that come to mind off the top of your head. I'm asking this to a lot of people as part of like a a little bonus series of interviews I'm doing for props and hops throughout the week. So I I would encourage you not to be afraid to omit anybody. I I think that anybody that you might not mention would get scooped up by somebody else. But, you know, even if you might have a different answer again tomorrow or the next day uh, on the topic of favorite gambling Twitter follows, are there any people that come to mind right off the bat? Yeah, you know, my, my the guy that, you know, the two people, you know, are Captain Jack uh, and Alfonso Straffen. They're kind of no, 
you know, if you want to know something about regulation or where the industry stands or anything, I think those two guys are always a wealth of knowledge. And, and, and you know, they're both um, Alfonso's a former bookmaker. Captain Jack is, is a pro better. Um, so these guys, you know, they, they, they've been around and they know their stuff. And Captain Jack is very articulate. He, you know, he, he's very, very smart. And I, uh, he's a good friend of mine. So I always love to hear what he has to say. Um, a recent follow I had was this, this thing. It's um, it's, uh, it's 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 something about I don't know. I just I find it hilarious, but um, exposing Vegas Dave and you know what I mean. There's like guys that like mm-hmm. kind of show you know the, the the behind the scenes on how guys you know the the tout business and how some of them are just so so bad and how they hire uh, people uh, you know overseas to kind of tell them that you know okay I'm the best and all this stuff you know so I think that's something I just find I find funny but. Um, you know, I, I think education is, is a big component. You know, you kind of want to learn from people, and um, and um, you know, you, you you know, guys that uh that always just talk about themselves or their product is not something I really uh, enjoy. Sure, if you want to plug something here and there, go ahead. But I like people that give information that um or give opinions on different things. Um, those are the kind of people that I kind of uh, tend towards for the most part. Yeah, I like that. Maybe a nice tie-in with the networking tip for betters. It's people who provide value up front, and, and maybe they're plugging something. Of course, there's a trade-off. There's something in it for them as well. But providing value for the other party, always a key component of the whole exchange involved in all this. And I've got one more quick hitter for you on the notion of betting, and that would be any favorite betting podcasts. I know, I mean, you make one that a lot of people would name with the Better Betters. But if we were to exclude that for the purposes of this conversation, what are some of the betting podcasts that would be maybe a, a go-to in your arsenal? So one of the better podcasts, up-and-coming podcasts, is the Circles Off podcast um, with Rob Pozzola and Johnny from Bedstamp. I think they have a lot of unique guests on there, and um, and I was privileged to be on there a little while ago. Um, and I think they run such a, a, a tight ship um, with that podcast. A lot of cool guests. Um, I also think the, the the Business of Betting podcast with Jake Williams is a, is a, as a cornerstone of, of gambling podcasts. He has great guests, and Jake has a very very unique ability to know when to talk um, and when to ask a lot of questions, or know when to sit back and um, and let the uh, let the guests just talk. So I think Jake Williams' podcast um, is, is phenomenal. Um, I think the best podcast of them all is um, is Gambling with an Edge. Um, um, I think uh, Richard Munchkin, Bob Dancer is um you know not just sports betting but they have all facets of gambling i think that that's like a not it's a must um must listen to podcast um it just you learn a lot of different insights they have all different guys from all the advantage playing world um and also i think the risk of ruin podcast um that's something that that's uh that's the quality of that podcast and and the amount of effort that's put in to make that podcast with the music in the background. It's like I'm watching a movie or, or just closing my eyes, just, just seeing it play out. So I think, and I, I was privileged to, to be on those podcasts. I think those podcasts are um, the best of the best um, in my opinion. Yeah. I'm right there with you on the production value of risk and ruin. It, it just seems, yeah, kind of cinematic. And in a lot of the other ones you mentioned, it's just knowledge that you're going to be hard pressed to find anywhere else. So I appreciate you sharing that insight. I have one more question for you, and this is weaving in the other pillar of this podcast, the hop side of things. I'm curious to hear if there's been a favorite beer drinking or it could be cocktail, anything else, any kind of drinking experience this summer as we approach the football season 
anything recently in the offseason that's really stood out and maybe helped you set the proper perspective to get back into the grind with the NFL coming back in full force? Yeah, you know, uh, uh, props and hops. Um, you know, I, I lo- you know, I'm a scotch guy, so I, I like drinking scotch. Um, that that's always my my, my go to, and I don't uh, I like it neat. And if I'm gonna put ice, I just like the you know the one cube. You know, if they have the big ball of ice that doesn't melt and, and water down my scotch, but keeps it a little cool. Um, and uh, I, I'm more of a single malt scotch guy, so you know, I'm a Macallan or there's, there's different ones, but th- th- that's that's my kind of go to. Um, you know, um, but I also listen. I I'll, I drink vodka. I like mixed drinks, but I like you know uh, just a dirty vodka martini, straight up. Um, and um, it, it, it it all depends on my mood. When it comes to beer, I'm a dark beer guy. Um, so I I you know I like a stout, um, uh, any type of stout. But I'm not really in like the coffee or any like you know I'm not a coffee really guy. Um, so any dark stout is good. You know I love Guinness, but I also like the, the you know the craft stouts. Um, you know, some of these chocolate ones I've seen that are pretty good and then milk stouts and stuff. Um, I always, I always enjoy a, a good dark beer. I'm not an APA guy, IPA guy. Um, I don't really like grapefruit, so that's not my thing, but, um, you know, that's kind of like my, my go-to cocktails, um, to go with. Yeah. It reminds me, I guess one more time I'll quote David Malinsky here. One of the final text messages I ever received from him, uh, in a non-drinking context, but I think it applies would be it takes a full spectrum to make the proper life portfolio. A little bit tongue-in-cheek there, but when you talk about the scotch and the different beers, there's no way to go wrong. If you're having something that you enjoy drinking in the right environment, then I just think there there are so many good options across the board. So I love hearing your insight there. And I also want to make sure before we wrap things up to go ahead and plug your work so people, if they're not already following you, they've been missing out for a while, but they can find you on Twitter at Spanky. Uh, also, follow the Bet Bash handle, especially for maybe some good news about future events at Bet underscore Bash. And of course, your podcast, Be Better Betters. Spanky, I know you're you're just doing so much with your own operation on the betting side of things, but to share what you do on Twitter with your podcast, it's such a benefit to myself and I'm sure countless other betters. So thank you so much for your time to have this conversation and for really all the work you're doing that's helping out so many people across the industry. Matt, I really appreciate it. Thank you so much for the positive feedback. I, I love the uh, props and hops uh, uh, when you combine um, both betting and drinking, two of my favorite hobbies. And I <laughs> hope to uh, I hope to be able to have a drink with you this Wednesday um, and, 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 and we'll share some good stories and good times. Bible Jackson.